Art Next Door, prepared by Tuche Eren. Art Next Door features the independent art scene in Neukölln and Berlin. Free community-based art, socially engaged artistic practice, artist-led project spaces, collectives, emerging and young artists. News and interviews will be broadcast in Art Next Door on Keith FM. This is the ninth episode of Art Next Door, an online radio show at Keith FM and podcast at Anchor FM. It is a bi-weekly radio show featuring the independent art scene in Berlin. In this episode, I interviewed with Benjamin Lee Martin from TET, located in Prenzlauerbach. Hello, Benjamin, and thank you so much for having this time to uh, have the conversation with me about Tete. Before we talk about Tete, could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, hi, I'm um, Benjamin Lee Martin, and um, I've been in Berlin for 15 years, uh, originally from California. Uh, I moved from Paris to Berlin 15 years ago. Um, like many people, to uh, practice art here. And um, yeah, I've been organizing Tet for the last eight years. Oh, it's Tet, it's not Tete. It's, uh, what does that mean? It is uh, the French word for um, head, kopf. Ah, okay. It's actually, so, uh, yeah, it was, um, Tet was started 15 years ago, or maybe 13 or 14 years ago. It was... Tet, Tete, with the umlaut. Um, and it was started by my ex-partner, um, Anna Shkornikova and Andrea Huyov, and uh, a group of artists who had just uh, graduated from the UDK. And um, their core idea was to give um, young artists a space for solo shows. And so for five years, it was running in that model. And there was, every two weeks, there was a solo show. Um, and at the end of those five years, everyone moved on, and they asked me if they if I wanted to keep the space, which um, you know I was very happy to have that idea that it was possible. But um, financially, I didn't know how to make that work. And the idea of the current tet came from that problem, which was how to find a way to keep the space. Um, running um, and the idea came from actually from my family my, my mother has a house that she kept with her brothers and sisters that they uh, they run as a timeshare mm-hmm. and so the idea came is how can we run a project space um, as a timeshare and that um, each person has its time and completely independently runs the space and pays for the for the rent and then it moves on to the next person, that there isn't any um, centralized decision-making or a need for having group meetings or um, having any um, curatorial um, direction or limitations. And it started out as, um, so eight years ago, as 12 artists or 12, 12 um, people, different artists, curators, musicians, who each had a month. So every month there was a new program, a new person running the space. And the second year it started that way, but there was already this fluidity of, oh wait, but actually I'd like to have a week here and you wanna trade and things started to be a little more fluid. 
and um, yeah, little by little, this the, the way that the space is, has been run has adapted to the needs um, of the community, which is um, that, um, yeah, it's kind of like an Airbnb, you know, there's a calendar and at the beginning of the year, the people who participate, which is fluid as well, the, the group of people who started has changed, has evolved, um, yeah, decide on how much time um, they're ready to commit to in the year. And, um, yeah, we, we would traditionally have one meeting and um, have dinner together and, um, and decide on who wants what time during the year. And in between, um, yeah, we started getting lots of interest of other people wanting to um, participate in this. So it's been now in the last years, um, often also um, independent curators, artists who are just coming in for, for one project and, and um, yeah, taking over Tet, they get the key, they completely independently organize their events um, however they want. Um, they pay for the rent and then they leave the space empty and it goes to the next project. It's for sustaining a space, it's actually a very nice project and a very interesting structure. But uh, did you have any uh, problem throughout these eight years uh, not to be able to cover the expenses and then just provide the content? Uh, or are you always planning ahead of your time to make sure that the programming and the financials are covered already for the next year? So in the past, we've, um, yeah, neither of those. <laughs> it's, um, it's a space that has um, kept on being um, like very spontaneous. There's part of the program, some people are organized and they know what they're doing uh, six months in advance. And then sometimes there's spontaneous projects that, um, you know, I get an email last week and something pops up this mm. week. Um, and this is, um, I think, um, an advantage of Tet over more traditionally run um, spaces in the sense that it, it creates, a, it's a space for possibility. Um, uh, spontaneously, someone has an idea, wants to show it. Um, I would say that it's, um, it's a space to experiment with culture uh, more than anything. Um, and it's a space where people feel free to experiment, to try things, um, to not be afraid to fail as well, to, to, to test out things. Um, it's not um, a space where um, um, it's centrally being um, run in a way that we're bringing in huge audiences. There are all kinds of projects. There are projects where um, they're very small. There are projects that are very big. Um, there isn't like a clear focus. And yeah, in terms of, of financially, it's um, apart from, you know, this year where, um, I mean, we were lucky to have this um, help from the from the Berlin Synapse and were able to pay the rent when the, the, the space was closed. Um, other than that, it's just, yeah, it's it's been working because there's enough people engaging um, mm -hmm. with the space. Um, and we did, we won the Project Space uh, Prize um, four years ago. And what we decided to do with that money was to um, pay for half of the rent for everyone who used the space for four years. Mm -hmm. So we basically cut the, the entry level of being able to use the space in half and uh, made it accessible to even more people. 
Um, yeah, and, and right now we're in transition. How can the space continue? And from the learning of these eight years, understanding that um, people love um, the space just in general because it has something magical. It has a nostalgia because it's, um, it's how Berlin looked like um, before. It's unrenovated and it has these beautiful arches with um, all the colors from the beginning of the century. And um, and it has a quality of um, home and family and uh, community. Um, this is what I consistently hear from people saying, oh, I had such a nice um, meeting with someone there. I met someone, um, uh, I had a beautiful conversation. Um, um, one of the participants, uh, Julien, was always saying that it's it's running more as a, as a social club, mm. that that's the... That's the core of TET is it's a place where different people from different communities come and meet mm -hmm. and gather to, to have conversations, to talk about what they're doing, to show what they're experimenting uh, in at the moment. And uh, because of the way that it's run, that there's so many different people who have run the space, something that I found very, um, yeah, I, I, I like this um that came out at the beginning, someone asking me, but how is this space run? Why, how is there so many different projects and, and so many different aesthetics and so many different ways? Who's running this space? And, and, and the, the, the answer to that is that nobody's running the space. Everyone is running the space who, who participates. Yeah. So it has this transformational uh, feeling to it. And um, also each person brings their own community. So we continuously have a new audience um that is being curated by the people who are running the space and an overlap of the audiences that have come before of the communities that have come before so it it um ends up um yeah having there's interesting meeting of of people who might not necessarily meet and yeah in the in the art world um which is actually quite small a lot of people know each other um but because this um is there isn't um, a leadership, you know, there isn't like a, someone behind it that's choosing who runs the space. Um, they keep someone expanding. Um, and this is basically what I see as the core, um, that it's the idea that's running TED. Right now, I am still like the guardian of that idea to make sure that it continues. I'm doing the administration. I'm you know, answering your emails, answering emails from people asking about it and uh, looking for ways for it to be able to continue in the future. But um, my, my dream is that it can continue without me, that this idea can continue with anyone. Um, and uh, yeah, right now we're in the process of, of um, founding a uh, nonprofit and, um, and um, thinking about how we can, uh, this can continue as a, on a cooperative, structure where um, it's basically this changing um, group of, of um, this community of people who want to uh, invest in the space, who are running the space, and that can change every year. You can basically um, yeah, become a member for your um, on the promise of saying, I want to organize, I'm, I'm ready to organize a certain amount of days during the year. So that um, that's guaranteeing a certain amount of um, uh, funds to pay for you know the expenses of the space, and um, and then it 
it goes on like that, you know, that there isn't, um, there isn't, there doesn't need to be um, centralized decision-making, that it continues to be the community that shapes the space. Um, and so that transforms the space and the use of the space in with the need, within the needs of community. When you're talking about the structure, it has a lot of temporality uh, aspects uh, in the programming, as far as I understand. So there are mm -hmm. temporary people, maybe they stay either one month or they start engaging earlier and then they're part of this temporary community, maybe longer. But now you also actually want to transform this structure so that it has this more engaging community for a year and then another community comes in. Is that correct? Am I following right? We've we've uh, we've been in the uh, adolescent phase for quite a long time, and now we're kind of growing up, like learning the lessons of adolescence and uh, taking those lessons. Being like, how can how can we grow up and and make this more sustainable? Um, and yeah, basically, it's uh, it's possible for anyone who has the motivation to step in right now and say, I would like to be part of TED. And that's not only financially. What was very interesting is that we had this group of people that was fluid and that was changing and there wasn't any rules about who does what, but people stepped in to what they felt they could do. So there was someone taking care of the financial stuff. There was someone um, who had um, a really extraordinary network and, and, and was bringing in people who were interested in doing things in the space. There were, um, you know, somebody else who was really good with fixing and, and making, you know, wooden constructing things. So who, who set up, you know, the storage. And, um, yeah, we were very lucky, you know, that there are very talented people in this group who, you know, built a bar, built, built all kinds of infrastructure things. And um, yeah, I, I I'm um, you know have a very facility with internet and technology, so I you know I built the website and, and did all of the um, digital communication. So, but that was not decided. There wasn't like you have to do this, you have to do this. It just came um, from this. You know, these are this is what my what I have to offer. These are the gifts that I have. Um, and. Um, I see that that creates a sense of uh, um, trust um, and um, yeah, feeling that you're you're doing something. You're not working. You're doing things that you enjoy doing. And I would like to cultivate that to continue. So not only having this idea that you need to be a member, you need to pay, but also to have this fluidity of like there isn't just money. Um, it's it's about energetic exchanges and that um, we're open. Um, to anyone who wants to step in and participate financially, but also who, who's ready to give time, who's ready to give energy, who's ready to open up and uh, yeah, find interesting projects. Um, um, and ultimately, I have ideas of what the space could possibly look like, but I still would like to stay at the basic idea that it's it's like an open source resource for um, any person who's interested in culture that can step in and who can feel like they own the space and that they have the power also to influence how the space is being used and how the space is being run so that it isn't um, it doesn't come back to be my decision actually that it's the community each time 
that um, that makes the space that that um, yeah that, that evolves uh, the space's use evolves with um, the people who are um, engaged engaged mm -hmm. in it. Um, but yeah, I, I see you know the the. Um, the problems and the, 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 you know, in the end, it was a very simple economic solution. It's, we're, we're all artists, we're not, you know, didn't have uh, the, the economic capability to be like, oh yeah, I'll just pay for space every month. And, and to actually not, because traditionally a lot of project spaces are that, you, there's a group of artists and they pay every month. Um, so just the shifting of the idea of like, you only pay when you're using the space, and you only have to organize and think about the space when you're using a space. This gives a lot of freedom um, to be uh, doing other things in life. Um, like many artists who, you, you know, we're, we're making art, but we're also, we have another job. We're doing other kinds of activities, you know, to sustain ourselves. And then to have this opportunity during the year that you can do something um, in the space and only have to think about it at that time. And then not have this feeling that you're responsible uh, mm. the rest of the time. Yeah, this 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 um, this break that's that's happened because of the you know the, the pandemic and the, the lockdown has created a space to think about like how can the future of um, the space look like? Um, how can we still give? Um, um, how can this still be used as a tool for expression um, for the cultural community and, and Berlin? And um, yeah, right now we're thinking about how, yeah, within these regulations at the moment, how can we still use the space? And, um, um, and the idea of, um, yeah, using the window, um, having full spatial um, projections and inviting people to use the space as a way to... Um, to show something to the street at night, um, to eventually um, think about making it capable for streaming so that performers, artists can also use the space as a resource to stream out of it. One of my dreams is to make it uh, the most uh, sustainable possible in the sense of that the time and space is used completely fully. What I saw in the past is that often like people say, oh yeah, I'm, I wanna do an exhibition, I'm going to have an um, opening on this weekend, a uh, finissage on this weekend, and uh, maybe a performance, a talk, a screening in the middle. But there ends up being these spaces in between or this, this time where the space is not being fully used. Um, and, and for me, this is like, um, it started as a fractal of 12 months time, splitting it into time, then it's split even more into like, okay, there's two weeks here, one week here. It's split even more into like, okay, I want three days here and one day here. And basically the fractal is starting to become even more uh, fractalized to time and hours. Like this time in the morning, um, there's a show, but it's only using the walls. There's a space for, for someone to also use the space, and how can we um, cultivate um, um, cross-pollinization, uh, um, collaboration, and co-creation? And how can this community um, get in touch and be like, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm really interested in what you're doing. I have this proposition of, um, uh, would you be interested in hosting a concert mm. during your exhibition?" So to, to, to continue to uh, bring more life to the space, to yeah. use it fully um, and not think of it 
just as, oh, it has to be a place where it's showing, it's an exhibition, it's open to the public, but also a space for um, anyone who wants to just come in and experiment with something for themselves or just for one person, an audience of one or an audience of two or, um, yeah, that there isn't any limitations. Basically, the idea is that it's, there's, to come back to always that, that there's no rules, that it's, it's a resource, it's an empty space where everything is possible within um, you know a certain degree of uh, respect for the space that it comes back to being that empty space for the next person yeah. so when you said that in this transformation uh, you are also looking for a association or ngo to collaborate does that mean that ted doesn't have this association entity or like a fair yeah at the moment we have no no legal structure Yeah, um, I am the. Yeah, uh, you know, legally, I'm I'm on the rent uh, mm. on the contract, and, um, and that's something that for me, I want to I want to step out of it. I don't want it to be um, me behind uh, legally, and um, so yeah, we're 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 gonna found a nonprofit and if they foul. Yeah. Um, to be able to have a legal structure so that yeah, it can continue and and uh, not be connected to a person well good luck with that that's uh but this will probably change things no because when you don't have that um legal entity those kind of uh on paper definitions it is sometimes easier to have that fluidity uh, are you i don't know maybe afraid is not a correct way of wording but Are you comfortable with delegating from this fluid structure to relatively bureaucratically defined structure? Because associations have certain on paper presence, but at the same time, of course, you can mm -hmm. still play around uh, within and mm -hmm. beyond. It's yeah. I mean, it, it it creates a legal structure in the sense that we're we're um, hoping to be able to rent actual actually the space through the AFAL so that it's not me on the on the contract, and also it gives you access to being able to ask for funds, which is not something we're we're against. You know, to to be able to um, find uh, support financial support from the Senate or other others. Um, would mean that um, we could, again, for example, um, lower the rent, make the space more accessible. Um, the rent is going up, you know, like everything in, in Prince Albert, we, we're, um, we have a five, we're, we have a five-year, a new five-year lease. That, that, um, but after that, Who knows? Maybe we'll have another one. But yeah, we've been around for 15 years, and we'd like to continue to be around. And yeah, this legal structure is is to support that, to be able to um, have patrons, have people who um, the 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 space is really loved by the neighborhood, and there's a lot of people. Yeah, when it it almost closed, I I, uh, I yeah, everyone from the kind of from the start of it from um, eight years ago, a year ago, or now two years ago left for other projects for other reasons and so in, in in the time span of about two months um i had to decide do i just let it go or do i find another um community of people who are ready to step in 
and continue. And I chose to do that. It was, um, yeah, it was a decision to be like, I, I still see the possible that it hasn't, like Tet hasn't uh, fully um, opened up Blossom to its full potential. And and, um, and I'm very happy that I, I, I did do that and, and, um, and saw that it is possible to start over with a completely new set of, of, of people and that and that it can continue. So the idea that it's, um, yeah, to have some some more structure so that which is, if it has evolved into anyways, basically being, um, yeah, like the, the Airbnb of project spaces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to use that reference. <laughs> no way I understand. But it is, it, is, it is close to that, right? It's that it's, um, yeah um it's open to everyone this is a point that i really you know i'm adamant about is that we're not censoring and even though in the end a lot of times you know i'm the person who's saying yes or no to a project um i take a step back always and do not say no because of my own aesthetic uh, preferences or what i'm interested in art I want this uh, to, to, the space to continue to be open to the widest range of people. And it's actually not about their practice. Um, the only time I've, I've said, um, um, I've said no to, to projects is mostly because it's um, um, people who approach the space, not understanding what the space is about. So they're, you know, approaching it as a gallery or as a, like asking if we're going to print flyers for them and, and, and who's going to be taking care of the space while they're doing their show and um, if they're going to have help, you know, and I, I understand that, okay, these people are actually not reading. They haven't read the website. They, they don't know anything about the space and they're expecting this, this gallery art world, you know, service of like, I'm the artist and I come and I do my thing. And so that that's actually the, the only kind of like, no, you're, you're actually, you know, you're, you're not seeing what the, the beauty of the space is, is that it's giving someone a completely independent, an opportunity to organize something independently and, and do the things the way they want to do it. We have no rules. You just, you get the key and it's your space during that time. And I think that people really appreciate that. And um, it's basically, there's no contract where, you know, we just, this year we started asking for a caution just as a way, because what I saw, what happens sometimes people would cancel. And so you'd end up being like, oh, well, you canceled last minute. <laughs> I know nothing. Um, so it's kind of just as a guarantee of like, yeah, you're reserving your, your dates. But um, otherwise, it's just basically, you know, I, I give basically total strangers the key to the space with all the material and say, you know, you can use whatever you find in here. So and, and, um, and because of that trust, it's so based on trust. Well, people um, are trusting and we have have had never had any major problems like really nothing no yeah and i find this is to be very beautiful and 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 something that um yeah we'd love to continue to cultivate um and to continue to expand the definition of what it is to be a, a cultural worker and um what it is to experiment with culture so to, to widen the, the practices that are possible in tech um, to widen it to to uh, to more more circles, more communities of practices, 
whether it's um, yeah in the in the performance and dance and music um, in um, yeah also design and fashion and uh, yeah to not have a limitation of what it means to be um, you know an artist or to be in the art world um, because I find that this is where it's interesting as well as when when there's really these different communities that that meet yeah this is what makes me excited about the space continuing to, to to think about all the different uh, possibilities that have not happened um, that are still possible because I've seen so many, so many different iterations of the space. Um, and that's always uh, it's beautiful when I, I walk in or I walk by and I'm like, oh, that's something new. I, I've never seen anybody use this space that way. And, and that doesn't mean that that's like what I'm looking for, but I, I, I do enjoy that personally. Um, um, projects that really transform what a space is, but it's also, you know, find that people are also using it just to um, sh show their work, you know, in a more traditional um, showing uh, with works on the wall. There, it, like, yeah, the idea of not uh, always coming back to not having rules that um, we're open to um, anyone who has something to say, who has something to share. Actually, I, I did censor one time uh, somebody wanted to uh, hang a loaded gun in the space. Well, that's good that you, I mean, I, I, admit, I, I, I appreciate that you censored that. that. <laughs> I'm happy to it's hear like, that oh, censorship. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I sometimes ask this question. I don't ask in each episode, but sometimes the, the conversation leads there. And then I'm curious about those people who are running project spaces about the notion of institutionalization. Um, because I have read one article and then also it was not only an article, but it was a kind of an outcome of a workshop led by another project space in England, that they were looking at the tendency of established project spaces and sustainable places transform into institutions. And now when you are talking about this transformation, I was wondering if you already thought about the idea of institutionalization in TED's mm. structure. Yeah, it's a good question. I think that 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 would be one of the things that I am guardian of is that it doesn't become an institution. We uh, we somehow are are quite um, known in the art art scene, but we have no. There's no sign. The space is when it's closed. There's a you know, uh, it's closed. The window is closed. There's graffiti that nobody knows actually what the space is and where the space is. A lot of times, um, and I don't think we're going to change that. And I don't think that we. Um, I, I actually see the value of not being an institution of um, actually being even independent in the independent art scene, because we're not. Um, we're also open, um, more inclusive and open than I think many spaces because there isn't this. Um, yeah, this. Uh, you're. Are you an art? Are you an artist or not? The fact that um, uh, that means that for some people maybe there's a question of like quality of 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 content and that like what is art and what is not art. The fact that um, we're just as open as um, if someone who in the neighborhood who's painting on the weekends and wants to show their work, we are acceptant of that because that person is a as a human being. 
that you know has other qualities um, that um, that I think is something quite rare, even in the independent art world. Um, that there there's some sort of always some sort of filter of who gets in and out of even project spaces, and a lot of that is is you know relational. And probably this comes from yeah my background is in relational aesthetics. I I, um, I studied in in Grenoble, which was where that concept uh, was born, and and so I have a lot of influence. Um, my I'm influenced by that by the social practice by this idea of that um, it's not really as important for me what the art is being shown in Tet. It's actually the human aspect of bringing people together of um, creating community of thinking about what the future of what it is, what it means to be a human uh, being and uh, gathering together for whatever reason. Because in the end, this is what that's the, the space is used for, is for gathering human beings together. And, and yeah, I, um, I would like it to continue to be something that's not, can't be put into a box. And, and definitely not, uh, yeah, not be in, uh, an institution in the sense that it, 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 it there's rules that come that actually you need to know what you're doing six months in advance. I find that that creates a limitation, or um, you need to go through a certain process to be able to show in this space, or um, you need to have a certain background. Like uh, we're not going to check CVs or you know bios of people. Or, it's um, yeah, it's a human endeavor, and it's it's about human relationships, um, and and growing a community of people uh, that keeps on expanding, and, and and that definition of that keeps on expanding. Thank you, Benjamin, for your time. It's uh, I think it's a very nice closing uh, for this mm. interview. Um, but if you want to add anything for upcoming events because in general when I do these interviews I always try to make a kind of a connection in the second part to an upcoming project but due to current uh, lockdown in Germany I'm curious if you have planned anything and then had to cancel or reschedule it maybe this could be the last question or if you want to add anything I would say I would take the opportunity to say that I'm yeah that there's an open invitation for anyone who feels resonance with this, who, who would like to participate and um, and take part of 2021, which is uh, basically what we're looking at is, um, um, there's uh, um, eventually, there might be a moment where we're closing to renovate the, you know, the, the toilet and, and, and possibly the, the floor um, to make it more accessible for other practices. But um, even that, the idea is that actually to invite the community to decide on what do we need? Um, is, uh, is there resources already in the community, people who want to step in and to participate in that, to participate in how we, we create the, um, the nonprofit, to participate in um, thinking about how, how the program can be next year. Um, that's open. It's an open invitation. And um, at some point, um, I will probably send out, a, you know, an open call for that. But um, yeah, if anybody hears this and uh, feels a call to um, to uh, reach out and uh, is interested in bringing in their energy. Um, yeah, this, it's open, open for everyone to come. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Art Next Door. 
prepared by Tuca Eray. Art Next Door is a bi-weekly radio show on Keith FM.